G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Always our great pleasure on a Tuesday to catch up with Ron Ross who has been monitoring the news headlines, breaking news out of Israel and the Middle East. Ron Ross, welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Ron, a huge week this week on the Christian calendar in the lead up to Easter and Passover being celebrated this weekend. Pesach 2018 begins the evening of Friday, March 30, and ends after sundown on Friday, April 6. Passover, or Pesach in Hebrew, is the spring Jewish holiday. It's one of the two holidays in the Jewish calendar that is one week long, eight days outside of Israel. It starts on the 15th of the month of Nisan, according to the Jewish calendar. It's the celebration of the Exodus from slavery in Egypt over 3,300 years ago. Jews cleaned their homes, removing leavened bread for the entire week, and refrained from eating anything with leavened bread in it. Passover is traditionally one of the three holidays on which Jews made a pilgrimage to Jerusalem during the period of the First and Second Temples. Today, Jerusalem is again a popular destination for Passover, and the city welcomes its guests with an amazing array of activities and events. One of the highlights will be the Journey to Jerusalem, an interactive event for those who wonder what it was like to make your way to the land of Israel many years ago. Participants followed the footsteps of their own forefathers and get a sense of the experiences and the dilemmas their parents, grandparents, or even their great-grandparents faced on their way to the Promised Land. Thousands will flock to the Chain of Generations Center, a unique site right at the Western Wall Plaza, which tells the story of the Jewish people through a spectacular audio-visual show for the whole family. The days of Passover are a unique and lively time around Jerusalem. And, of course, there are thousands of Christian visitors for Easter. Ron, uh, there's been some significant developments so far as Benjamin Netanyahu in Israel. He's been facing those corruption charges, and now he's wrapped up his day as a diplomat and as a police suspect uh, just last night. Yeah, on his Facebook page, he wrote, I would like to wish you all a kosher and happy Passover. I will celebrate this holiday with great joy, with great confidence, with lots of karaset, and no bitter herbs. He wrote that last night, summing up his day by touching on his meeting with the foreign ministers from France and Germany, in addition to addressing his questioning by the police yesterday. I'm now finishing two very important meetings with the foreign ministers of Germany and France. There were many issues that we raised, but the main issue is security, and of course security vis-a-vis Iran and the nuclear program. Time is up. We know that President Trump in a few weeks will make his decision. 
Tonight I will meet with senior congressmen who come here to tell me their opinion and ask my opinion on these matters and other issues. Yes, I had another meeting today on another subject, he said, referring to the police. It's also related to security, but to a different kind of security. It's my absolute confidence. After this meeting, like all the other meetings, there will be nothing. Enjoy Passover with your families. I'll enjoy it with my family, and I will celebrate the holiday with great joy. Ron, let's move along to a different headline, one all about Arab groups and preparing for what's called a march of return. What does that mean? Well, they demand their right to return to Israel. Uh, You may have noticed in the headlines during this week there have been all kinds of uh, terrorist attacks, and now all of the Palestinian organisations are planning to uh, turn Land Day, which is an annual event on March the 30th, into a show of strength that will express the Palestinian, uh, Palestinian demand for their right of return. The practical implication of the return is the removal of the Jewish population from the state of Israel, from their homes, to absorb millions of Palestinians defined as refugees from 1948. The March of Return is planned as just the first stage in a series of return protests, activities, that will take place over the next few months, including demonstrations and attempts to break the naval embargo on the Gaza Strip. These activities will reach their peak in the middle of May on what they call Nakba Day and will also continue in June on Al-Quds Day. Besides Gaza, Judea and Samaria and Jerusalem, at the sites of protest, activities will be conducted in the Israeli Arab sector. All of this, of course, uh, in line with the 70th anniversary of the State of Israel. Ron, another headline, interesting because it's interesting the way that the tide turns on Christians in some Middle Eastern nations. Turkey now uh, calling evangelism an act of terrorism. Yeah, uh, Andrew Brunson is an American pastor who's been locked up in a Turkish jail for more than 500 days and now could spend the rest of his life in a Turkish prison. Until now, he's been held without charges. But last week, a Turkish court approved a 62-page indictment against him. The charges include membership in an armed terrorist organization and military espionage. The American Center for Law and Justice, which is helping Brunson's Turkish attorney, says the charges effectively make sharing the gospel an act of terrorism. Turkey has literally taken the position that Christianization is terrorism, said the senior counsellor Cecile Hill to CBN News. They have not, uh, no specific evidence that Pastor Brunson has committed any crime. The fact that he's a Christian, and specifically a Christian pastor, is what they're saying is terrorism. They used terms that he acted as an agent of unconventional warfare while under, ma- under the mask of being an evangelical church pastor. Some of these activities that they claim are terrorist act include humanitarian aid, education and training. 
Some of these things very disturbing. Ron, back to Israel, and uh, let's finish on what I think is a high note here. Uh, the way that Israel sometimes appears to be so isolated and surrounded by enemies, and yet there are some joint projects, uh, like a joint Israeli-Palestinian agricultural project that's being worked on. Yes, it's an experimental two-year training program in northern Israel, and it's providing support for Israeli and Palestinian farmers to work together. Though all had agreed to be part of the trailblazing training program, held at the Galilee International Management Institute on Kibbutz Mizra, significant social and linguistic barriers stood in their way. The biggest challenge was to overcome the notions we have of the other, says Silvana Nama, director of the program. The program is funded by the European Union and developed in cooperation with a foundation that prefers not to be named. To be considered for the program, applicants had to have at least a bachelor's degree in agriculture or a related field, such as water management and a willingness to work together over a period of two years to launch businesses growing and exporting olives or dates, two of Israel's largest crops. Namad chose 10 Israeli participants and the partnering foundation chose 15 Palestinians, mostly between the ages of 25 and 50. And I found it interesting that they said the agriculture is going well, but there have been frictions at times. But it's a very positive uh, project, and the outcome can only be good. Uh, Well, Ron Ross, always so appreciate your insights and the way that you've gleaned headlines for us to keep up to date with what's happening with the nation of Israel and in the Middle East. And given that this is the week in the lead up to Easter, and uh, for many they call it Holy Week, and uh, the appreciation of Good Friday and then Resurrection Sunday, I certainly wish you the happiest and holiest of Easter weekends ahead. And thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. And all those wonderful wishes to you too, sir. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.